Let's talk about how guests use your campground's website and the ways you can improve the user experience using your existing website design. We'll also talk about tracking, how to better understand your website's data, and some of the tools that we use to be more successful. I'm Alex Burkett, and this is the Outdoor Alliance's podcast. Hey everyone, excited to be here with you on a Monday. Um, I know we're getting a lot closer to the holidays and that means busy times uh, for you as park owners um, and us as well. We're, we're staying very busy launching some new websites and just have some exciting projects um, coming down the pipeline. So I thought that this episode would resonate with a lot of people, especially when we have conversations around our websites um, and how we can set ourselves up for success with our customers um, and creating a site design that has a better user experience for our guests. And so this has been a topic we've touched on a little bit as far as UX UI design. Um, and that may be a complicated term and don't, don't get thrown off by that if you've never heard somebody talk about that, because I'll explain what that is really simply. Um, and then just some quick tips of how to improve your overall functionality of the site and essentially take a site that may be performing okay. And by just making some quick tweaks, we can get people to stay on your site longer and ultimately make a reservation and book with you. And that's really what we want in the end. So when we talk about UX design, essentially we look at how is the user experiencing your site and what is their experience like interacting with your products online. And so because a lot of you are campground owners and operators, you don't sell a tangible good or service. We're selling an experience. We're trying to convince somebody to come to our park to get away from work, to have a great family experience and make lots of memories. Um, to experience the outdoors in a place of majesty and adventure. You know, what, whatever the reason is that, that you're trying to attract people to your park, that's the experience that you're trying to sell. Anybody can have a site in the ground with some hookups, but you're really trying to sell an experience and interact with your customers before they've ever come and stayed at your park. And so a lot of your website needs to be focused on storytelling and telling that experience that customers are going to get when they stay at your park. And so that needs to be front and center and first and foremost is that, that ability to tell that story. And so that's really what the design choices that we make need to be focused on. And there are some things that we can do just to ultimately make that experience better for our guests. So, and some of these may seem very obvious um, or like they don't need repeated, but I will mention that these are things that we often forget and it's good to take a step back, look at this from an external perspective and really try and figure out, does our site meet these criteria and what are things that we can do to improve it? So the first recommendation that I have is to use photos and videos and make your site more about visuals than it is the content. And you may think, well, Alex, isn't that counterintuitive? Don't we want people to um, have our site be indexed for SEO and have all this great content with loads of paragraphs and information. And I would say, sort of. Although that's true, that you want your site to deliver the information for your customers and for them to be able to come away with the information that they need to make a decision, the best success that we've seen has come from websites that are set up for browsing and that are really rich in media with great photos, videos, and interactive pieces of content. I mean, when you think about if you've ever been to a website on your phone or even on the desktop and you're looking for a piece of information, you're likely trying to find that very quickly. And you're likely just scanning the site to find that piece of information that you're looking for and check the box. Although people who are planning a vacation may tend to do some more extensive research and look at some more things um, in order to make that decision to stay at your park, 
if you initially set your site up for browsing, you're going to get people to stay on there for longer, and it's overall going to deliver a better experience. They're going to look at your site as being maybe more professional, um, and it's going to have that creative approach where you're going to instantly sell that customer on your park and that story and allow them to narrow down that information and find out whether your park will actually check the boxes for them and their stay. So if we can, we can sort of look at it as we're bringing them in with the photos and the videos, and then we're getting them to stay, read more, find out that content and that information. So if your site is very text heavy and you're not doing a good job of delivering those visuals and telling that story, you might want to flip that strategy and reconsider how is my website set up and where does it need to be set up moving forward in order to be successful. The second piece of advice that I would have as it relates to user experience um, is honestly making sure that you're testing and monitoring what's working and what's not. And this really comes into the piece of what tools are we using to be successful? And I'm gonna share two that are pretty common and obvious uh, and that a lot of people may use already. Um, but if you're not familiar with these, do some research and better understand them. The two tools that we use to be successful when we're looking at monitoring and understanding the data on a website is Google Search Console and Google Analytics. And both really have their own purpose. There are a lot of other complicated tools that, that we have as well that, that we put together in place for our strategy. But if you're starting out as an independent owner or, or operator and you just need to get started and, and understand some of these concepts, those are the two that I would recommend. And here's two reasons why. Number one, they're free, they're easy to set up, and you can connect them to almost any existing website or platform that's out there. Um, and once you start connecting them, you'll be able to get all of that data and information from your website fed into these tools that will help you understand what your customers are doing. Google Analytics is great to get really a deep dive and an overview. Like it says, it's an analytical platform that shares all kinds of useful data and information. Some of the key statistics that I'll point out that Google Analytics offers is a better understanding of the time that guests are spending on your website, where did they come from, how are they behaving, and then what are they doing to make purchases. And in the, the platform will really connect this journey and lets you see how this information relates on your site. So some, some key data pieces to look for are your bounce rate. This is how, how many people are coming to your site and how many people are leaving. Uh, and th that you didn't get them the answer that they were looking for, and we're not really meeting their needs. If a site has a higher bounce rate, that's typically not a very good thing um, because it likely means that, that you're not meeting the criteria that the guest found you for. So you may have a really good SEO strategy, but does the content on the page match their expectation and are they getting good answers? Um, another uh, you know, data piece to look at is session duration, and these are all found within the Google Analytics platform. Uh, session duration refers to how long people are staying on the website. Essentially, you think about the longer amount of time that they're looking for information, the more you know involved they are, the, the more that they likely want that information, and they're actually searching for answers. And so we want people to stay on for a long session duration and understand what's the type of information that they're looking for um, and, and how can they really you know, use this information to be successful. So a shorter bounce rate and a longer session duration usually are two things that you want to look at that says, hey, my site is meeting the needs and we're moving in the right direction um, as far as the type of information that's being shared. Like I said, Google Analytics is a very robust platform and you can find a lot of great information around your audience, what types of acquisition behavior and how they came into the site, what's the type of behavior that they're taking on your website, um, and how are they converting and actually making, making you money and reservations. The second platform that we look at is Google Search Console. And this really gives 
a broader understanding of your site, looking at what are the search queries, or in other words, what are the words and phrases that people are typing to reach your website and find out information? You can also find different indexing issues and look at how visible is my site? Are people even, you know, seeing my site in the first place? And are they, they having the option to even know that we exist? Um, and so these are two tools that really work in concert with each other uh, to help inform a really good strategy around data and how to better understand this. There's some great how-to videos that you can look up on YouTube to understand how to connect this to your website platform and how you can start to implement this to be more successful. Our clients with our website services get monthly reports that detail and break this information down from their website so we can look at these pieces in depth and see how they're improving and what are things that we can do each month to put them in a better position to be more successful. But these are two tools that you can connect very easily and get those reports sent to you so that you can better understand this data as well. I would say, so, so that really plays into that, that second piece to, to end my thought on that. That was a very um, long-winded uh, piece there. Testing and monitoring. Look at what, what pages are, are more successful than others. What are the metrics that you really need to understand and track? And where are people having trouble? And if you can do this testing and understand um, what the metrics are telling you and pay attention to how people are using your site, that's going to put you, you know, farther ahead of your competition um, and deliver a site that really responds better to your customers. Then I would say the third and final tip that I have around improving user experience for your existing website um, it is really asking your customers, what are they looking for? What's missing? I know a lot of people hate surveys. And for a lot of things, I don't recommend over-surveying your customers and becoming annoying to the point where you know, people, people feel like you're wasting their time and they're not getting good value from the information you're delivering. But if you're getting the same types of questions and the same types of requests over and over and you send out a survey to your audience and they tell you the information um, that, that they, they're not receiving from your site and you keep answering those same questions over and over, that might be a good opportunity to say, maybe we do need to create content around that particular item um, and understand what are the problems that they're having and how can we continually make it better for our customers. So a quick, you know, two to three question survey on, hey, rate our website one through 10. What are things that we're doing? You know, tell us something we're doing well. Tell us something we're not doing well on our website. What could be improved? And if you just ask those three questions, people will, are likely going to answer and respond to it because it's short and it provides value. You may even attach an award like a gift card or a discount for somebody who takes the survey and fills out the information. So if you want to do that and, and send those surveys and, and really ask your customers for that feedback, that would be another great suggestion that I have um, you know, around creating a better user experience for your website. So I hope you found this valuable and you know, some great information today around improving your website's existing design, um, connecting those data tools, and seeing how you can be more successful. Um, hope you all have a great week. See you back here on Friday for another great episode uh, with another guest interview. And I hope you all have a great holiday season. Talk to you soon.